Hello everyone, this is him downstairs. Thanks for stopping by the basement for the Gorilla Staring Podcast, where we're taking a trip down the rabbit hole in my mind, and who knows what I might talk about, what I might say. I'll tell you this, whatever goes down will be spicy and feisty. So maybe you're off to work or on your break eating your cheese sandwich. So sit back, relax, have some snacks, and let's go. Okay, okay, hey, how's everybody doing? It is me um late night again 10 o'clock oh 9 54 p.m um it's the 22nd of june and uh i'm here back again i know that last one was oosh, was a doozy i know i was talking for so long and uh got a i don't know got in a tangent and i just couldn't let go right um this one should be well, I'm not gonna say a little shorter or longer i think you i think everyone wants a little bit longer right a little long lasting right <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, work, um, work was, work was okay. It wasn't, um, it was consistent. Uh, I kind of got into it, kind of got into it early in the morning. I thought it was going to be something, but it wasn't. It was just very, uh, it was more like, you know, you have certain people that you work with and certain, and those attitudes and i'm probably attitude myself to uh, to those other people as well but you always have certain people you have the 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 petty one you have the petty one the lazy one the mean one uh and then you have the the by the book one and then you have the one who's just the utter annoyance right and anyway this person i know she's cool and all that stuff most of the time i mean she's i would say probably she's mature and has a she has other stuff going on in her life, and I can get that, you know. But I don't know. It was just today. <laughs> it was just today. She kind of reminded me of something that, not reminded me of something. She just wanted to tell me about a rule, and you know. And I think about it now. I said, so, you know, it's she's just doing what she's supposed to do. That's her job, you know. Um, it doesn't mean I don't respect a person or and, and all that. It doesn't mean I hate her and all that. Um, I, you know, it just got underneath my. It just bothered me a little bit, right? And I've noticed, like, the last, and I probably complained about this the last couple times I've been recording. Last couple times, I've just been bothered by people. It just seemed like, and, and, I've, and I think I even talked about this the last time, was that um, nowadays people are just, are just anno- this is the summer of, other annoy- of utter annoyances, just from everybody. And, and, I, and I guess this is more of a, I don't know, I don't know if you call this a bitch session or whining and shit. I, I don't know. I don't think it's whining. I just, it's more of observing, you know. I'm not saying like, oh, somebody help me. Oh, he's, she's out to destroy. No, I'm not. I'm, no, it's more just, I'm just observing. And it's not just observing just for me and the interactions of the people I'm dealing with. It's, um... It's just everybody else just seems to get under everyone else's skin. I don't know. It's this summer. It's just maybe because it's getting hotter. Maybe it's because people are off. You know, the kids are off. And I don't know. The kids, it looks like they're having fun. And they're getting on the on their parents' nerves. <laughs> they just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it could be a bunch of things. It could be a bunch of shit. Anyway, my topic I was going to talk today or a question was... Um, well, I don't know. I'm, it depends on what it goes on. I'm, I might talk about it. I might not. But like, I was having a problem just a few, like maybe 10 or 15 minutes ago with the audio just to get this shit turned on. Then I had to restart the computer, turn everything on, make sure everything was plugged in. God. And it's, yeah. I don't want to turn this into a wine session. I mean, shit, I'm, I'm not even prepared for it. You know, 
But um, I guess I could I guess I could start out like on the news if there was any news. So apparently, you know, they were talking about that sub that was going towards the Titanic that had all these billionaires on there and stuff. And apparently, they couldn't hear it again. It you know um, sounds like something like that movie, The Abyss, you know. And well, anyway. But anyway, they apparently there's the story is now is that it imploded, you know, and which I kind of felt that pretty much like, you know, how deep the Titanic is in the ocean, the ocean floor. Yeah, I figured it would implode or or, or something. And not say implode, but, you know, had a leak. And then if it has a leak, yeah, they're pretty much goners anyway. And um, and and I know no one you don't want to be the bad guy and tell everybody that. But I don't know. I, I, I was telling some people at work, I say, you know, more likely, you know, they're dead <laughs> and Someone was saying to me, one of the cars, you can't say that, that's not nice. And I was like, I get it, but that's on everybody's mind. Everyone knows that, you know. I'm not saying everyone knows that. I'm just generalizing. And and, and I'll say this, I'm generalizing. I'm not trying to put any or make fun of any person that in that type of situation. I know it must be horrible. Um, my condolences to the family, you know, that to these people lost their lives. These people were billionaires, you know. Um, Apparently it was like what it was like five people, and it was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a ticket. I'm sorry, <laughs> I have a better thing to do. I mean, I don't know. When you're a billionaire, you get bored. You do some. You you know. You probably I don't know. You know, after all like, the drugs, the, <laughs> the women, <laughs> the indulgences. You know, the indul you know indulging and in all these desires and stuff you kind of just i guess i guess i would be bored and want to go to the moon or something you know it's like what else would billionaires do um i don't know i it just it's just unfortunate when you hear stuff like that tragedy that you know could possibly be avoided you know and such it makes me it, it just makes me scared of like flying a plane i mean shit i mean not even to be comical i don't like submarines i don't like any i just don't you know when you're dealing with the plane you know you're high in the you know high in the sky at thousands and thousands of feet that plane fucks up you're gone and it's the same thing with underneath the ocean you got all that water all that pressure just on that little tiny little tin can you're in and anything can happen and i guess that's worth the risk that's the risk you go oh i was in peril and stuff you know i was in dangerous waters and i don't know anyway 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 i just it's just sad. It's just sad moment to you know to think about you know to hear something like that. And then with even with tops it off, there's a conspiracy, and I don't know, and, and I don't know. This might write. This might actually make people a little bit um, not angry of what not angry of what the story is or the rumor, but just something to bring up. It just seems like when there's ever um, a moment to reflect on, you know, let's say a tragedy, then someone else wants to interject and throw in like a conspiracy theory and stuff. And so, and and sometimes it's it's it causes people to think and sometimes other people have thought that but other times it's like it's kind of not needed it's kind of like just let it set for a while and then throw in your conspiracy theories but anyway there's a conspiracy that apparently the military or the u.s military knew that it imploded and it held it back and so there's all these you know interesting thing about you know the i would say the media is like you have the legacy media which is like your big large like you know like nbc cnn um msnbc fox all that stuff you know they're always kind of like 
reporting the news what's important to them or what's important to their advertisers or basically who's funding their check then they're going to talk about you know whatever and then you have then you have independent inter, inter independent god independent um news outlets and and then you have youtubers and podcasters and stuff like that to just report the news as it is and they come with their own interpretation so anyway you know when you hear stuff like that it's just you know especially like possibility of the navy or just the government itself doing stuff like that in some ways it's like hmm yeah i could i can see it and then but why you know it's always the why and and sometimes when you know i i used I don't know, I, I, I'm an adult, and I used to, when people would just want to know why, not necessarily from me, but just in a situation where um, someone wanted to know why, and they would ask me, not why I did it, but why Why would a person do such a thing, and I just said they're grown, they can do what they want, and and sometimes that's just not good enough. Anyway, it's just, it's just a thought to think about, I mean, it's just kind of sad that, uh, that this happened, you know, and um, yeah, I'm just kind of it's kind of just a bad just a bad thing to think about you know anyway um anyway so this kind of just goes segues into this uh topic i was bringing up i was talking about was about mental health i was originally going to do this on gorilla spitting but uh, apparently i'm going to be recording something with hopefully a collaboration with someone so if not this might be a later one or or, or something it might be eight nine or whatever i don't know but anyway this i'm going to do this one here because I feel like that when I start recording, especially I can record at night and chill out and and stuff. I I really want to be a little bit more intimate, you know. It's it, things of it's kind of like the night is starting, you know. And I'm more of a I'm more of a night person. I'm not a day person. So I, I start to think more. But at the same time, I'm guilty. Well, not guilty. I just feel guilty just about you know lack of sleep I'm losing, stuff I should be working on, you know, whatever. And yeah anyway so so anyway this this segment was was going to be about mental health and i'm trying to talk a little bit about it but i think i'm going to make it a little bit this this topic a little bit longer um you know just how mental in some ways uh the term mental health seems to be so um ambiguous you know it's usually you know at times it's used to cast blame on people and or sometimes it's or not blame sometimes it's an excuse you know oh why did that person do that oh mental health you know it's like it's okay like really is it it's a little bit more in depth than that it's a little bit we need to go a little bit more deeper than that you know um so anyway i'll i guess i'll start off with this uh as far as for me um you know i i i graduated recently as you know being a therapist and a licensed professional counselor and uh and you know and it just it's you know going to school for sets and it took me like about let's say 2000 it took me about five years i mean you had the COVID, should have been three and a half but let's say you know five years and i have observed and just even before that i was just a person who just observed people's um you know body language just Sometimes people would talk indirectly. When they wanted to be direct, they just indirectly. Indirectly direct. I don't know if you understand that. But, you know, they just... Or sometimes they use words that they've heard in, let's say, movies and scripts or whatever. And they say, oh, it fits It fits whatever they're saying, their narrative, you know. And sometimes you can see that sometimes 
they have other things going on in their lives and it just been which is you know in some way it, it's normal i mean it's normal to, to have other things going on in your head when you're engaging or socializing with other people you know sometimes you just don't want to be there i don't know it's just um you know going you know learning these uh, just learning certain things about interacting with people and socializing and seeing how and then seeing how people react and especially if you can if you have the ability you know to listen in you're somewhat articulate and 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 not even that but just you know if you're able just to you know to have your own i don't know have some common sense and see things just from your point of view and just say okay you know you know and, and don't act like everyone else you know act like everyone else and just you know jump at something it's it comes um so anyway, uh, let me. I'll start off. So myself, like I said, I started. Uh, you know, I went to school, finished, and all that. But then I remember, I remember the times that I was, and I still, I'm. I see a therapist, and actually, I had to see a new therapist because, <laughs> because where I work, and I pretty much had to get a counselor or a therapist outside of where I work because one it's not pretty good to have and I learned this just business wise it's a conflict of interest where you work I work in a I work in a clinic where I work with doctors nurses mental health therapists psychiatrists psychologists you know pharmacists whatever and you know it's good to and it's okay as far as like having your medical doctor there because you know they everyone's bounded by privacy you know you can't tell stuff about other people and all that but sometimes people do talk and sometimes i go down the halls and i i hear it you know not about me hopefully but, but i hear it and um so yeah i just think it's you know, I, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to talk to a therapist, you know, some of the stuff or a, a psychiatrist about the things I talk about, personal things. And then all of a sudden they give me that look. I, and, and I'll, and I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Actually, I'll give you a little testimony. So years and years ago, I would say probably about, I'd say about four years, five years ago. Yeah. Um, I worked at this one um, particular clinic. It was much like the clinic I work now, but you know, it's a little smaller. It was in uh, New Mexico, and I had this one individual. Uh, I had I was seen a. I signed up for benefits or veteran benefits, and and I spoke to a therapist. Right, and I was talking to this therapist. I particularly, uh, pretty much with it, with being in therapy, I I think I could just I just need to vent because I really don't have friends or the people that I know or know me. They they really don't understand me. And when I say understand me, they just, it's its not about, sometimes I used to think it's like, maybe they don't want, maybe they don't want to hear what I have to say. And then other times I just think they just don't, they don't see it from my point of view or, or they don't see how I look at things, you know? And I think that's one of the things that uh, I, you know, I miss is to have people around, to have people around you or that actually know what you're going through and that can actually talk with you and, and, you know, not necessarily distract you, but, you know, just try to see things through your lens, you know? And it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I think even with internet and social media, it makes it even worse because everyone now is speaking like a somewhat similar language and they're not really being themselves. They're just being some um, chopped up version of themselves. But anyway, back to my story, right? So I, I talked to this, uh, 
I had this, like I said, this therapist I was seeing, and, I mean, and this was like my first couple times dealing with, you know, a therapist. I had one before when I was in the military as I was getting out, you know, just, and I felt that I, I liked the person. I thought uh, he seemed to be very, um, he just gave me that, he gave me that presence that he was calm. Like, he just, he was really, he wanted to be there just for me, you know? He gave me that impression, right? And, uh, yeah, and, and I, I, I felt so open to talk to that person. It was like time flew by so fast. It was a point that I wanted. I was like, shoot, we need to talk like maybe 30 minutes. You know, when you're in the military, you just try to get out of shit, you know, get out of duty, you know, whatever. But it was like uh, when I would, you know, I, I guess I just never wanted to leave. It wasn't like I was in love with the guy, nothing like that. You know, he was a, he was a pretty good guy. Um, I wish I knew his name. I forgot. I probably have to look on my records for my medical records and stuff. Anyway, so as I got this new therapist, when I say new therapist, I'm talking about the therapist I had after I left the military. I just, it just didn't click, you know. And I had therapists before. I had therapists before when I was going through my my uh, first divorce, you know. It was just, um, it, <laughs> I met some opinionated people. I'll just say that, you know. And you know, some saying, "Oh, well, you should just know. You already know it's over, and you should do what you should do what the Lord says." No, this I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I said, "Okay, all right." Uh, <laughs> I, and then some were just a little bit one-sided, you know, to to one specific gender, even though it was, you know, the situation I explained to them, like, "Hey, you know, this is what's <laughs> this is what's going on," and they just didn't care or one in sorry one individual didn't care anyway so this therapist i had when i was working at this clinic and like i said mind you i was working in this clinic with this person so it was like i was talking to her as a colleague but at the same time i was talking to her as a therapist and so right across from her was this other person whom i knew a little bit personally and it wasn't like a you know she was more like i would say like a an aunt or an aunt or a motherly figure you know, I talked to her and, and we talked back and I forgot, I forgot how thin these walls are. So I said something to the fact that I just didn't think the person I was talking to, basically I, 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 I degraded, when I say degraded, I didn't say anything like degraded her personally, but I degraded her as a therapist. When I said, I just don't think she's a real therapist and she overheard that, right? So we had a session, like I think a couple weeks after that. And then she said something, if you don't think I'm a real therapist, I was like, wow. I said, okay. I. <laughs> I, and I get it. I get it that she's probably been in the business longer than any, longer than any therapist and has experience and stuff like that. But I don't think, and you know, and I'm thinking it's the VA, and I'm not to say the VA is grand and you know people. It's like you have a certain you're going to deal with certain people there who are just not going to be cordial. You know, they're not going to be nice. You know, some of us didn't go to charm school. You know. <laughs> <laughs> they're just gonna say what's the top of the head she's probably had worse but i think it was that fact that i work with her whereas if she, if i was just a patient she could just simply dismiss it dismiss me dismiss it and just go on but the fact is i worked with her so it's more like an insult it's like a slap in the face i guess and and i'm trying to rationalize because i'm i i would assume sometime in my life it's going to happen to me someone's gonna say you're not being a real therapist and 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 sometimes i you know i when I was doing an internship, I had this thing called, uh, they call it, uh, I'm going to type this up. And I don't know, I have, I still got about a few more minutes before this thing ends. But anyway, it's, it's, it's okay, I won't type it up. I don't have fucking time because, you know, me trying to get this, this audio recording stuff was, was 15 minutes of my time and it really pissed me off. Anyway, so there was this, uh, 
you know, they have this imposter, I guess, theory or, or feeling they're an imposter. And then anyway, um, sometimes they feel that, you know, I mean, the, the way I approach mental health and, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go too much into it, but the way I approach it, um, I generally try to talk on their level and meaning is not necessarily befriend them, but give them the, the reassurance that I'm just not a person who's just going to point a finger at them and say, well, okay, you know, check the boxes. You know, I've had some therapists like that. And sometimes I, I think currently my therapist that I have, I think sometimes she checks the boxes well, with me, but it's, it's a learning process. You know, I have to learn to expand my mind and not just be so narrow-minded because sometimes the people I deal with are narrow-minded and I can't, too wrong i wouldn't say two wrongs make it two wrongs don't make it right you know so um so yeah so uh besides that uh besides that with mental health I, you know and and just with all you know with the experiences i've had and 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 such and you know therapy i i really can understand how people can be um not always well you know uh i think for me uh, I'm just, and I'll just speak for me now and then probably speak about some about others later on. But as for me, I, I don't believe in happiness. And I know that's a hard thing to say <laughs> because if I'm a counselor and I'm supposed to promote positivity, one of the positive, one of the, you know, one of the qualities in life or, 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 or something to look for or strive for is happiness. And to me, happiness is just short lived. And maybe because I'm a man. And maybe because of other other variables, you know, you want to throw in, uh, you know, you can pick whatever you want. I'm probably not going to talk that much about it, but um, I never I don't believe in happiness because I know it's short lived. It's like if I play a video game and I win, I'm happy at that moment. But I know it goes away because I know reality. I still live in an apartment. You know, I still have to pay bills. I still have to pay a car note, you know. You know what happiness would mean to me, and, and, and I'm not I'm not even gonna go I'm not even gonna go a sexual route. I'll just say happiness to me is is quiet. It's quietness. Just pure silence. Pure silence. Uh, I wake up, no noise from outside, you know. Maybe hear maybe hear my next door neighbor in the bathroom, you know, just turning on the faucet or shower, you know, birds are chirping. Maybe every now and then hear uh, what are those those um what the fuck leaf blower hell leaf blower and then it turns off you know just those moments that to me that that would i would say i'm happy or i wouldn't even say happy i would no nah, i wouldn't say happy i'd say i'm more at peace and that's why i believe in, in in being content you know um especially with the stuff i got going on it's just it's better for me i i'd rather be at content i'd rather i'm more at content than more than more being happy I think happy to me is like having that high. You know, you have that high and then it goes away and then you feel down. It's like, just, I don't know, it's like, it's like those people that eat those candy bars or drink those jolt colas and with all that uh, sucrose and sugar and caffeine and, and it gets you so buzzed and then you feel, you know, euphoric and then all of a sudden it just, it stops, you know? So, yeah. And I noticed that, you know, with people that, you know, I, I, I you know, I socialize with at work and, and you know in other places i see how people handle mental health you know well i won't say mental health but how they handle stress 
Now, sometimes people don't want stress, but then at the same time, they don't know how much stress they cause other people, you know? Sometimes I tend to stay away from people. Just before, it was like I tend to stay away from people in general, but because of my profession and such, I can't, I can't really do that. I mean, I wouldn't, make, I wouldn't be a good counselor if I was staying away from people, right? Yeah. But I learned to, and it's hard, it's really hard for me to do this, to not engage in, with people. And that would be my, as far as, let's say, the mental health ther uh, therapist who's unlicensed, unlicensed, again, I'm unlicensed, that I would suggest a suggestion, and this is something that anyone can tell you, um, advice is to do not, and I, I'm going to make a, I'm going to market this, do not engage, don't engage. And I mean, don't engage, don't engage in negative relationships, don't engage with negative people. And what I mean negative is any person that can cause you some harm or cause you to the point that you're out of your control. You have no control in that situation. You know, sometimes you can be in a, in a relationship and I could probably tell you a couple I know, but be in a relationship where you, the person gives you the attention, but it's the negative attention, the bad attention. And it's because you think you deserve it because either you feel guilty or perhaps that person has got in your head that you feel like you can't lose them. I mean, I've been in a relationship like that long ago and it's, it never ends well, you know? I mean, thank God I got out of it because, you know, but, um, but yeah, you need to not engage. And sometimes you don't need to engage with people who want to just be, who want to start friction. You know, as soon as you get home, they want to start friction. As soon as, uh, as soon as you get up in the morning, you engage, they start friction. It's like nonstop. You get a text message from people that you talk to on a, on you know, on a usual basis, but somehow or another, it's never good. <laughs> it's never good. It's always, something is always bad. And it's like, I think sometimes people like to live in misery. Some people love to live in calamity. Just, they just love to, they just love it. it. They don't, they don't love it. They don't love it like, oh, I wish that I could have this. They'll never say that. But I think it's because they're not used to living any way different. It's like somehow they're, they have like, you know, stress. Stress could be like a ball, you know, to them as when they're, you know, a kid. And then a couple of years later, they're bouncing the ball. Then another five years later, they're fucking juggling three balls. Then 10 years, 15 years later, they're juggling balls of fire, you know? It's like, no, they just, they never, they never, um, it just never ends. And I think because it's, there's just, it's so, they're so used to it that it just becomes a habit. It's just become, it's just like breathing. It's just like you're, they're chemically linked to having stress or causing stress or causing, I, I, I don't know. For me, stress is, is something that I feel that you cannot part with. You cannot part with stress. There's always going to be some type of adversity. There's always going to be some form of challenge. To people, this challenge is, is, is stress. I mean, stress isn't always something that, um, stress can be something as, as common as, you know, I don't know, having, you know, str struggling with, I don't know, a payment or something, you know, and worrying about the fallout. Stress could be something at your job, dealing with, um, you know, a belligerent or a, an aggressive uh, client or patient. Stress can be interacting with your manager who doesn't who doesn't care about you and just wants you know wants to constantly keep saying stuff to you, which has nothing to do with your job, but wants to interfere. You know, stress could be your girlfriend or your boyfriend. You know, um, constantly 
making the situation everything about them and not about sharing the moment you know i mean you can add stress as anything and you can it can ma and you can manifest it you know you can make it more than it is um that's why i always say something like that's why i believe in the whole thing of do not engage and what i mean don't engage is that you have to the point and and and, and this is what i remember i remember this movie um um heat right and it was um it was Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, right? And I guess the Al Pacino was the cop and Robert De Niro was the villain or crook or whatever, right? But he had this philosophy and it was interesting and I thought it was such it was so stoic of a person to have this philosophy and I thought it's like oh I could I, I want to live like that. Like it, to have to have that type of mentality would just be you're free. But then you're not because in some ways it, it I wouldn't say I'm not going to talk to anyone about the movie, but I felt that it, it's not a, it's not a life living. It's not fulfilling. Right. So anyway, the philosophy or the mentality he had or he had this one saying and and um, and basically he says you you have to be in the position and, I, and I'm probably not going to quote this correctly. I'll probably have to I'll probably I don't know. You can say in the comments if you want to say something to me about it. Say, "Oh, you didn't say this right," you know. <laughs> but the, the his his mentality was, or what he said is, you have to be willing to drop everything and walk the other way if you know the heat is on the other corner. And I guess what he meant is, and and you know, you can you can extrapolate and make it wherever you want. But to me, it was you're willing just to drop everything that you have, like anything that's important to you at that moment, because you know, because you know, trouble's coming, because stress is coming, because situations are coming that you can't control. And so, like you know, I could look at it as like, okay, he, you know, he wants to have control, and if he doesn't have control, he's going to let go. Which, to me, it sounds like he. You know, in some ways, well, you can't handle uh, you can't handle adversity. You know, because if you're quick to flee, where are you going to keep fleeing to? Because if it's not that, you're going to flee to something else, no matter how big or small. And and everything is going to be a point. You know, you're not able to determine which is something that you can actually deal deal with and which is not. And maybe I, and maybe I'm going too deep into it because, you know, in in the movie, he kind of handled other. He was in other stressful situations where I figured, like, okay, he didn't pretty much leave. He pretty much just had to deal with it, you know. So anyway, um, I but I used to think that was just so cool when I was when I when I first saw the movie. I was like, this is so cool. This is an awesome code because I think in my way, I believe men, men, yes, well, everybody, but men especially should have a code, you know, and. And I thought it, you know, but then when it, when I think retrospectively, I mean, I'm just thinking if you had, I mean, if he had family, you know, if he had like, you know, a wife, kid, a sick, sick mother, you couldn't just simply just do that. You know, you couldn't just turn around and leave everybody. You know, you know how many people you pissed off, you know? So, no, I, I just, when I look at that now, I just like, okay, that's cool. But that means you're, you know, totally narcissistic and self-absorbed and just say fuck everybody i'm just gonna be out you know i'm not gonna deal with this shit you know yeah but you know at the same time you know you can come back to it and say you know um person you know a therapist would probably say or a psychiatrist would say oh he's probably had some attachment issues 
you know. Probably when he was a kid, he was, you know, left left alone. It wasn't, you know, walked to, walked into the other room and didn't turn back to look for his mother. You know, his mother had to go and look for him. And then the point that the mother stopped looking for him, it was just like, okay, fuck it, I'm not gonna look for him no more. And the baby just, you know, him as a child just did what the hell he wanted to. Got into trouble. If he got hit in the head or something or cut himself, that was on him. He just cried. You know, things are fixed, right? Yeah, so, where was I? Okay, I was talking about the therapist and the mental health, and I was talking about myself as usual. Okay, anyway, so um, let's fast forward today. And, you know, just people just being stressed out. And it's, it's you know, sometimes it... I get it that we have, you know, we have to do our jobs and we have to sometimes engage with people. And sometimes you may not want to do that. Sometimes you just want to go to sleep and just, <laughs> I, you know, just kind of take a break from everybody. You know, how many times I've been at work, I've always wanted to call in sick. And sometimes I call in sick for, you know, reasons, what the, you know, those reasons. And there's other times I just want to call in sick just because I just don't want to deal with anybody. Sometimes I want the quantum leap. I call that. You know when you go to sleep, just to time travel? And what I mean by time travel, you're literally sleeping for a certain amount of hours, going into the future. It, if you don't think that, it's that's what some people do. They do. I sometimes do that. I call them quantum leap. and like, okay, let me get the fuck out of here. Meaning I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> sleep for about six or seven hours. And then get up and just be okay. I don't have to, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so, um, like I said, I'm probably going to make this uh, uh, another multiple series talk about, you know, and what I'm hitting is my dog tags. I'm sorry. It's just, um, I don't know. It's just, uh, I'm just thinking about my friends, you know, my friends I had in the military, some of them, and a few of them that actually killed themselves, you know, and uh, it's kind of hard, you know, sometimes it's in those moments when you get, you get like you, it, everything chill and you reflect and you think about things you think about like say regrets decisions that you made opinions what people have done to you you know what you couldn't have done or whatever you know actions that you made you know let's say um uh, yeah it's it can be um it can be difficult you know and i think that's some importance about i would say go back to the whole thing with mental health is that some people just need people to talk to some people need alliances and when i mean alliances not alliances with your own damn agenda and then you're gonna go and do your own shit i mean if you do your own shit fine do you do it but do it do it in the spirit of okay we're gonna help each other out not i'm gonna <clears throat> i'm just gonna do my damn thing and then you do yours and then we'll see what happens later on you know you know uh sometimes i feel like that with some of my friends you know that you know we well, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say past couple of years I felt like that. Not anymore. I mean, I kind of just, I kind of just, you know, went my own way. You know, I'm not, you know, went my own way and, you know, looked at things differently. I mean, there was a situation. I had a friend of mine, and I'll and I'll think I'll talk about this, and then I'll probably like end it because I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little, <laughs> I'm gonna get a little misty eye in a minute or gloss. My eyes are gonna be a little glossy in a minute. But I had a friend and. He was my, we known each other in the military for probably about 11, 12 years. And and it was a point that, that he was going through a situation with his family. And and I, and I felt so, you know, I felt bad for him. I felt bad for him that he had to, in some ways, he grew up, but in some ways he didn't. It was like he was being responsible, but he was just making the same damn mistakes, you know. 
you know, mistake this, mistake that. And, and I'm not saying I'm, you know, I can't be the perfect judge because, I mean, I made mistakes as well. I mean, the point of, of being a lunatic is constantly making the same mistakes and not learning from them, you know. That's what I call lunacy, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then we had a, I mean, I think we have a, we had a conversation. It was like years and years ago. And we got into a shouting match. And I felt it was like, I feel like we were being like, you know, like two women having a fight. You know, like, we're not supposed to be doing this. And I guess he got mad or something. He said something, and I just said, okay, I'm not I'm not going to. I'll just let you fucking cool off. And I called him, never answered the phone, put me on voicemail. I felt like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, we've known each other for years. You know, you did some shit, I did some shit to each other. It's like, you know, not foul stuff, but, you know, just like we've hurt each other's feelings in some ways, but we always connect. And now he never wanted to talk. So after that, I just said, I was like, okay. I respect that. I mean, I miss him. You know, some. I mean, it's it's to a point that in these moments, I, I I miss that that talk. You know, that talk I can, you know, the person that knows me for so long, you know, knows me that I could talk to him and it's like breathing. It's like breathing. That it's like breathing familiar air. It's like ah, okay. And then, but then the last few moments we were talking, or even the last the, the year, the last time we were talking, he, it was like he didn't know me anymore. It was like completely, and I know he was distracted. There were so many other things that was going on in his life, you know, tragedy and such, and turmoil. And so, I mean, I don't know if he if if he were ever to call or ever to talk, I don't know how I would react. I mean, part of me wants to to be pissed, you know, very pissed off with him, you know. But other time, but other part of me is like, you know, okay, man, you know. You know, what happened to you, you know? Not like what happened to us, you know? It's not a romance or nothing like that. It's just what happened to us, you know? Yeah, so, I, I and and that's what I, and for me, as part of me explaining this to you, this would be something um, of importance, is to, to talk to someone. And when I mean talk to someone, as far as when I say talk to someone, when I say don't engage, right? You don't engage with negative people, even if they know you. And they know everything about you. That's the worst thing. A person that ultimately is not good for you, but knows everything about you. Because they know what to, how to pick you apart. And you don't need that. I mean, of course, if it's someone that's close to you, if it's like, I don't know, if it's like a parent of yours. I mean, I'm not trying to say, you know, cut ties with your parents or something. But sometimes you might need to, you know. But I think, in, in, but on the other hand, I think it's always good to have allies, people that think like you. You know, that way you don't feel alone in this world, you know? You know, it, it's it's a point that sometimes, I mean, to some people, they, you know, have this have this fear of dying alone. To a degree, you aren't going to still die alone, but you're, but that last moment you might have your family or your friends with you, that's, that's something else, you know, that's something. Um, but, you know, um, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, but just remember that. But anyway, um, I'm going to end it right there. Um, we're at 42 minutes. It'll probably be like a 33-minute um, track or something like that. So listen to the other episodes of Gorilla Spinning. I know I'm only on Spotify now. I'll probably put this on perhaps maybe YouTube and even on um, Apple and some some other sites and stuff. But you can catch it on Anchor or whatever. And catch me, Gorilla Staring. This is episode four. Um... I will be recording Gorilla Spitting probably, well, not probably, I will be recording tomorrow, and then I'll record again on Monday. I'm trying to put at least enough episodes on both to get some stuff going. But anyway, 
Um, I'll see you guys next week. Enjoy the weekend and stay safe. And I'll be seeing you. Peace.